this week on the show. Well, you definitely make me smile. Honestly, uh, um, not just f- for this interview, but uh, I was listening to your music. And first, when I wanted you on, I was like, oh, she's awesome. It's great music. And then I started listening to your music and I was like, this is my <laughs> this is my kind of music. Yes, like, I love to hear it. Life is messy. Life is push and pull. Yeah, it's crazy and fucked up, beautiful. Chloe Caroline. I've always just been a creative person too. I don't know if it's like the left-handedness in me, you know, they say always lefties are super creative, but like I've always, you know, been into drawing and art and writing of all sorts. And music though was something that I just kind of gravitated toward. Singer, songwriter. So, like when I'm writing by myself, it's different than when I'm writing with somebody else. So, yeah. when I'm alone, um, you know, I'll sometimes like just like it'll just be sitting down at the piano or the guitar, and then I I don't even have an idea yet, you know, and it's just like a melody flows out, and then I make up words along with it. Or sometimes I'll be like you know really intentional about like what i want to write about and sit there and start with like a a lyric or something her album everywhere i go is out now yeah no so it's called everywhere i go and it came out um in may yeah um, it was quite the process but i'm very very proud of it and um, so far, it's it's been great, and and now we're on to the next pretty soon. So, <laughs> so you're working on something now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have new music. I've been working on um, right. new music for for quite some time now, and um, you know, in in February we're about to drop something new. So very oh, excited. That's awesome. <laughs> really very, awesome. Very excited. It's, it's it's really like I would say like the next like level of music. So yeah. 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 Are you excited about it? Yeah. I'm like stoked. Like I'm trying to like. Yeah, you know, I can see build, it. Like, <laughs> I'm like really pumped. I can see it. Yeah. Let's talk to Chloe Caroline on the Very Creative Podcast. Chloe Caroline, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Where are you right now? I am um, on a bed. No, I'm in Los Angeles, California right now. That's uh, really yeah, awesome. Yeah. My How's life over there? <laughs> kind of crazy. I mean, it's hard to complain because the weather's been insane. Like literally it was 80 degrees last weekend. But, um, yeah. you know, it's been pretty, it's been 100% locked down here since mar- March. So it's wow. like we haven't yeah. had any wiggle yeah. room or anything so it's it's pretty nuts but you know we got sunshine yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> It, it's weird because I, I, I see, uh, cause here we're in, in full lockdown in Canada and Montreal. I'm in Montreal right now oh, okay, cool. and, um, we're in full lockdown. Like there's a curfew and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy. And then I see on Instagram, I look at people from the U S and I see them in restaurants and I'm like, what is going on? Are they still in lockdown? What, what not, state? Not in, not in LA. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> we, we can't do that either. So I feel you also fun fact i'm half canadian so oh really i didn't know that yeah my family is like all in kingston ontario oh my god yeah Yeah, i know kingston that's great (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my I God. I have dual. Yeah. So you were born in LA, but. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I was born in LA. My mom um, is Canadian. She's, she is dual now, but she was full Canadian and born there. Yeah. And then my dad has dual and I lived there when I was very young for a couple of years. We right. had a summer cottage I go to every summer. So yeah, wow. the majority of my family is all in Canada. That's crazy. <laughs> So introduce yourself for, for everyone listening who don't know who you are or might know who you are, whatever. Yeah. You know? Well, hey, I'm Chloe Caroline. I'm a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I make I make music and I write songs and try to yeah. make people smile. <laughs> yeah. Well, you definitely make me smile. Honestly, uh, um, not just f- for this interview, but uh, I was listening to your music and like first when I wanted you on, I was like, Oh, she's awesome. It's great music. And then I started listening to your music and I was like, this is everything. Like you mentioned even Harry Styles and Sean Mendes. And I'm like, this is me. And then you did a cover for, for Taylor's of Taylor Swift. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is my, (laughs) this is my kind of music. Yes. I love to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this is awesome. So I'm so glad you, you're doing this. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you for listening to my music and supporting. Yeah. My my favorite song is uh Messy. I keep li- listening to that song. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty real right now, I would say, yeah. right? Can like, you talk a bit about it? Just <laughs> yeah. To- Messy was actually a really interesting one to write. Um I feel like typically it's not something I would naturally write in and like just based off of like how the verses are not necessarily like content wise but just like it's almost like kind of like rappy like talk singing that's like I don't know which is really interesting for me you know it was like a little bit stepping out of like my comfort zone and right something different and then when it came to what I wanted to talk about I I really you know as much as I love to talk about love and relationships and like all you know the ups and downs that go with that yeah. I feel like there's so many different like topics that you can cover in music yeah. and so many like other real, real right. things. Um, and I really wanted to get like a little bit of little taste of that in like a very storytelling way. Um, and so, yeah, messy kind of touches on, you know, touches on drugs at some point, right. you know, yeah. it talks yeah. about, you know, like love and heartbreak and, and just going through just various tough times and in different stages in your life. And, you know, um, meeting different people that are struggling and as well and kind of like how it affects you and blah blah blah. like there's just like a bunch of different things happening within the song and a bunch of different storylines kind of and I at the end of the day though you know I really wanted to have something that was out there that really made everybody kind of take a step back and be like okay yeah yeah, life my life can be messy my life can be rough but like you know what like at least I'm still keeping on like I'm alive like you know it's one day at a time you know you just got to keep going you got to keep moving forward and I really wanted that to be the message and you know my my whole thing with music is that I want people to never feel like alone and like that's kind of like my goal it's like I want people just to connect and to feel like they have somebody to relate to and that they're you know everybody obviously goes through their own issues and problems but at the end of the day there is somebody out there that can at least level with you like I, there has to be i know there is yeah <laughs> um and that's that's kind of what it's about for me so no i i have the lyrics here and i'm just gonna share with people my yeah. favorite part life is messy life is push and pull yeah it's crazy and fucked up but beautiful sometimes sexy sometimes a lonely road but it's perfect until it's gone life is messy yeah it's uh amazing 
Thank I love you. it. I love it. I was like listening this morning. I was like, did I hear that before? Yeah. It's her. She yeah. she really wrote that. I'm like, oh wow, that's oh, incredible. Thank yeah. You, but it's it's you know it is so true. You know, I feel like it is just a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Like obviously, I mean it seems so obvious. Yeah. Like yeah, life is up and down. It's you know it's this. It's blah blah blah. But but I think we forget that and we sometimes easily kind of judge ourselves in our lives and right. we look at other people and we're like, well, why isn't my life like X, Y, and Z, you know, when it's yeah. like, no, everybody has a little bit of everything going on in their life, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it's great. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love confetti too. It's a, uh, that's great. My song baby. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. So go, go listen. What, what's your album? called by the way um so my my album's called everywhere i go yeah um, sorry i yeah. can talk i i, I have a huge uh, <laughs> fan, oh my yeah. fanning out you know you're but, good uh, yeah no um <laughs> yeah no so it's called everywhere i go and it came out um in may and yeah um, it was quite the process it was like a a record that took like two years and i'd released like five singles before i eventually put out the full record but i'm very very proud of it and um, so far, it's it's been great, and and now we're on to the next pretty soon. So <laughs> that's awesome. So you're working on something now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have new music. I've been working on um, right. new music for for quite some time now, and um, you know, in in February we're about to drop something new. So very excited. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> really very, awesome. Very it's, it's it's really like I would say like the next like level of new music. So yeah. 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 Are you excited about it? Yeah. I'm like stoked. Like I'm trying to like, yeah, you know, I can see build, it. Like, I'm like really pumped. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and nervous, but like also, I'm sure. You know, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I know that, you know, people kind of have an idea of what your music is. And then, the, you know, not mm. that it's like a, a total, completely something different, mm. but um, it is, it is a little bit different. So it'll be interesting to see what people that's, think. <laughs> that's really exciting. Um, so let's go back to your past a little bit. Uh, uh, talking about growing up, how did you become this singer? And mm -hmm. like, I know that uh, your, your family's a little bit artistic. I, I read that your father is a filmmaker and a musician, musician. I can't talk today. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Uh, I'm just the biggest fan, but, uh, yeah. Um, so how did it all happen? Yeah. Uh... Nothing stays buried forever, especially not the past. Yesterday is not yet gone. A mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the very creative podcast available now paperback and digital GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. Yeah. Um, so basically, I mean, yes, like you said, I grew up in a very musical household. My my dad was always like singing songs and uh, writing songs and, you know, yeah. showing me different types of music from like all backgrounds on different genres and decades and blah, 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 and everything. And also I've done that like 50 times today, like said, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, to warm so, up. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just always surrounded by different types of music. My grandfather was also a singer. Mm. Uh, wow. And I've always just been a creative person too. I don't know if it's like the left-handedness in me, you know, they say always lefties are super creative, but like I've always, you know, been into drawing and art and writing yeah. of all sorts. And music though was something that 
I just kind of gravitated towards, um, even from like a very young age. Um, I don't know. I just felt like a a pull to it. Like songs that you wouldn't think a like four year old would resonate with would like very, like very much like affect me. Mm. And, and whether it was the lyric or the melody, like whatever, like I would get like very like emotionally, (laughs) yeah, I would get get very emotional, you know, and Mm. I would understand it somehow, you know, even though I'd never been through that stuff before, whatever. Um, and then when it came to writing, like I was starting to write melodies when I was six, um, I had taken piano lessons and just kind of would sit down and start like humming melodies and I would, you know, make up songs to make my sister laugh. And just like, I just loved music um, so much. And I wasn't the kid who, you know, and I always say this in like every interview, but but it's just true. Um, Like I wasn't the kid who was like doing state fairs and like singing like, um, you know, cover songs at pageants and whatever. Mm. Like that wasn't like my thing. Like I did the talent show like once a year and I, you know, was in choir but like I was basically just like always singing like in my house and right. I feel like that's kind of where this like songwriter thing began because like I wasn't just like out there singing other people's songs not that there's anything wrong with that and it's incredible but like for me it was like I loved just like making up melodies and then singing them like I just I loved yeah. it so much and then when I got into writing like really writing like lyrics and poetry and stories like I just fell in love with kind of how, you know, you could combine those two things and really affect people. um, Yeah. With it. (laughs) I mean, you also said that you were in a house that uh, like I read this, said that you were in a house full of, of music, you know, and Mm -hmm. that you, your parents made you listen to uh, Stevie Nicks and other artists. So I, I feel like that helped. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I became like, I, I loved, I, I mean, I'm so grateful that I was shown so many different types of music as a right. kid. Um, and then I'm also really glad that, you know, I took it upon myself in some ways to like discover even more. Like I remember when I was like 11, um, I in 11, 12, 13, whatever, like would go on YouTube and like mm. find other art. Like I would literally search like like singer songwriter, like I, you know, a song that I wrote original song and like, see like what would pop up. And there was all these other people like my age and are a little bit older that were like posting like their original music. And I didn't know anybody else that did that at the time besides myself. So I would like, that's how I would discover new artists was like through like literally searching, like me singing original song. And like I'd find all these like random artists and bands. And like, I was like, I was obsessed. Like, honestly, I really was with like just finding different, different types of music. Yeah, uh, that's really that's really interesting because I, I I was the same way. Like I'm a writer, I'm a, a filmmaker, uh, actor, and it's like if you're not obsessed with it, like uh, I I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with uh, looking yeah. at Alfred Hitchcock and looking at other like filmmakers that I. Uh, appreciated actors and you know, got to invest yourself in it and uh, mm-hmm. uh into yeah. different types of you know like we were saying before different genres like different like guys girls like different you know it just like different types of music is so mm. important you know obviously like we all have like you know some of our our favorite things or favorite artists yeah. or whatever but like i do think it's really important especially for like other you know aspiring artists or singer songwriters out there whatever like 
to really try to like immerse yourself in like different different mm. types of music because yeah. you never know like how they're gonna like affect your own writing and like make you branch out and like think differently and um yeah there's just I don't know I feel like it's really easy for people to be like pick a lane which like in some regard like I totally get but like that's so lame though you don't have yeah. yeah like you don't I don't know like everything like you you are a melting pot like as a person yeah. like that's what makes your sound like original so I don't know you don't only have to listen to pop to create pop music or country to make yeah. music like whatever yeah. I mean it's the same with movies the same with music like you don't have to listen to everything that people everyone is listening to mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and they're like some some people are like sometimes oh when they get to know me oh what's your favorite music and mm-hmm. i tell them oh i like classic rock i like uh like oldies i like uh uh you know 80s music and they're like yeah. oh i listen to rap and i listen to yeah. like I, well yeah you know i i just uh i just like that you know i yeah. that's it and that works for me and mm-hmm. i love that and yeah, i yeah yeah I don't that's care if amazing, you don't like Taylor Swift right? either. You know, that's exactly that's like the most beautiful part about music is like the diversity and like the universalness yeah. of it. <laughs> you know, is that like yeah. we all like different things, but yet like we find common ground within it at the same time. You know. Yeah. So uh, when was your? When did you decide like you wanted to be a singer uh, after yeah. all that? Yeah, I I feel like I. I mean, when I was, I mean, when I was in third grade, like my teacher was like, what do you want to be? And like, I drew a picture of Britney Spears. So like, I think like I kind (laughs) of knew, but then it didn't really like, I don't know, resonate, I guess, until high school when I, um, I had, I had, you know, recorded some, some little demos and, um, my friends had heard them or, and I started like posting videos on Facebook of me singing and um, I'd go to school and my friends would be like, Oh my gosh, like I really loved your song and like, blah, blah, blah. I related to it. And that's kind of when I was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not, I didn't think I was bad at it, but you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're really like, I got first, I was doing it for myself to be honest. You know, it was like, it was therapeutic for me to write about things I was experiencing and then when other people started getting affected by it, like that was such like a really incredible thing for me um, that I was like, okay, like, well, sure. Let's just like run with it. And I just loved it so much. I yeah. imagine not doing it. And, you know, of course, like there was like thoughts in my head that were like, okay, well, like maybe I'll be a doctor. Cause I also am like fascinated by the human body and like things like that. Like, that's cool. But then okay. I, I remember thinking like when I was, you know, applying for college and whatnot I was like I'm gonna regret this for like the rest of my life if I don't just go for it you know like if I don't I'm gonna always wonder like what if you know (laughs) so yeah I had to do it and and I'm just like I'm not somebody who I once again like no offense to anybody who can be in an office and be like really like you know like I Mm. can't do that like I don't know if you can tell just like by my personality (laughs) but like I need to just be like free and like do my you know be able to like kind of control my own um schedule a bit and like get to be creative and um there's so much business too that I know now and have to do and wear all the different hats but Mm. um it's still like me being my own boss at the end of the day and like music um allows me to do that yeah as hard as it is (laughs) so um being in california did uh 
did you think, oh, I, now I have an advantage that I'm also like in California and, but, or did it like discourage you because there's so many people who want to do the same thing as you yeah. in your, in your age group and uh, like who want to be famous also. Right. How, how did that right. feel to you? Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, I, so like I said, obviously grew up in Los Angeles, but I didn't know anybody at the time who, you know, yeah. was an artist like me. And then I graduated high school and I decided that I wanted to move to Nashville because mm. when I got into Belmont University and I wanted to study music business, and it was really important for me. I really wanted to, to graduate school. Like as much as like I wanted to just like go and be an artist, like for some, like something in me like did want to have like a college degree or, you know, a university degree and like an mm. experience. And I don't know, I just like wanted to do that. And I felt like I needed to branch out beyond like my little beach bubble town and that's great. I bro. knew that if I went to Belmont and Nashville, like I would be around a ton of other kids in a really in a small confined space that did what I wanted to do. And I knew that it would challenge me and I knew it would make me more independent. And I yeah. didn't know, you know, at the time, like who I was as an artist, obviously, like once again, it was just like singing songs I wrote in my yeah. bedroom. So I really wanted to like push myself to to grow. And so I moved to to Nashville and, you know, went to school and I um, you know, began to kind of find myself within <laughs> college and, and within like trying a bunch of different things, you know, like I was involved, um, you know, I had a, I had a job, you know, I worked, at, I literally like gave yeah. tours at the musicians hall of fame. Like, I, did that. <laughs> I worked at a publishing company and a label and interned there. Um, yeah. you know, I, at the same time as like, after, you know, my classes, I was writing and co-writing and mingling with people and playing, you know, little writer's rounds and shows and just like, you know, connecting with people. And through that whole experience was able to, you know, dive into like the next level of myself and figure out what I wanted my music to sound like and who I wanted to be. And just like, obviously like being 18 years old, you know, you're still so young and like naive. There's so much to learn. So Nashville kind of really gave me like this like stomping ground to be able to do that. Mm. And then, um, you know, all the while throughout college, you know, I would go home and I'd go back to LA and I would still connect with people here. And I began to, to work with people in both places. And then when I graduated, I kind of you know, I stayed there for a little bit longer and then I made the decision that I hadn't, you know, I hadn't had the opportunity yet to live in LA as like an adult, as a now like an artist with like some, you know, with her boots on the ground. Like, you know, like I had built up something of myself a little bit, I felt, right. and I felt like I was ready to be in an environment that was so much bigger um, than mm. Nashville. Um, yeah. Because I think that if I would have gone just like straight out of high school and like, I think I would have gotten lost. I, I don't know. I don't think I would have been ready to, to take on what, like, I, I don't know. I don't think I would have known myself enough to be able to like handle what I do now, if that makes any sense, you know, no. like I, I, I think like now I'm, I'm, I know how to connect with people. I know, you know, I, yeah, I just like know myself well enough to be able to do it. And LA is such a big place you can easily get like swallowed up and so yeah. I'm very, very grateful yeah. uh, to have been in such like a competitive environment, like Nashville, like in such like a condensed 
um, place with music to be like, literally like, that's all you do. You know, that's all I did. It was just music 24 seven. So then by the time you go to LA, it's like, okay, now I feel like I've got that base there. I'm still going to go back and forth and I always will. Um, but now I can like apply that to LA and then also continue to like grow as a person as well. And that's what I really love about California is like, there is this beautiful, you know, like music industry part of things and Mm. entertainment industry. And you have that, but you also have like this separate thing, um, where I can kind of, I feel like fill myself up in other ways too, which helps me become a better artist. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was a really like long winded way to say that. I love it. Um, I'm very lucky that I get to go back and forth. I mean, they're both my homes and, um, yeah, I plan on continuing to, <laughs> to, yeah. to do that. <laughs> no, I think it's great that you did that. I think, uh, I think it was worth it for you and, uh, it did you good. I think, uh, yeah. just not stick to LA and see other things and be able to socialize with other people. Yeah. Also, I think Nashville probably helped your style, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And, and I think it also helped me become confident so that I wasn't, I mean, obviously you can, everybody compares themselves to other people, of course, but at the same time, I think it helped because I was like around so many other people. I mean, all of my friends there, you know, are writers and producers and artists. And so um, you really learn how to still like focus on yourself. I mean, you have, that's all you can do. Like if you sit there and like, look around you, you're going to be like so intimidated by everybody. You can't do that if you want to get anywhere. So like, I just had to like continue to focus on myself at the same time. It's like being able to um, work with the people around me and connect with them. And then also like lift them up and root for them. And um, that's the coolest part about it. And instead of being, I mean, I'm not like naturally a competitive person anyways. Like I do not do well with that like i just don't i don't care enough to like be like ooh, like scare off with you like like it's like not how i think but um i can see how that would definitely get in the way of somebody's like success if they're like constantly like looking around their shoulder you know but for me it's always been about like i don't care if i'm the coolest thing there i don't care if i'm the coolest thing in la like for me it's about the music and it's about getting it out to as many people as possible yeah and so like, that's not about like being like the, the hottest shit in Nashville. That's about like being, you know, your truest self and then that resonating with people all around the world. And then, you know, you're going to have the people in Nashville and LA, New York, whatever that are going to be like, wow, mm. she's great, you know, whatever. In but that's because, yeah, in Canada, like wherever you are, like in those places where like, you know, it's really easy to like be in an industry town and like, be like, oh my gosh, like you know, I'm not the hot pick of the week or like I am the hot yeah. pick of the week. And, but honestly, like as cool as that is, if you're not like, mm-hmm. if you're not like focused on the right parts of like yeah. why you're doing something, then it really does not matter because it's, that's mm-hmm. not what it's about. And so I just tried to like, really, I really had to learn how to just like look inside myself and remember like why I'm doing this and constantly yeah. remind myself. And I still have to, because it's so hard and it's so competitive and it's like so easy to like sit there and Mm. like be like why isn't it why aren't I here yet you know why isn't it happened in this way or you know how come this person got a new music Friday like I I mean my song's just as good like what like I don't understand like I have a bigger following like whatever it is like and really like get down on yourself and then I've got to like sit back and be like okay that's not 
at the end of the day, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this so I can like exactly. have a conversation with you who like, you know, found me on social media and like we connected because you yeah. liked my music and it, you know, yeah. resonated with you. Like that's, that's why I'm doing it. If there's like more success that comes along with it, heck yeah. But the only way I'm going to get there is if I continue to do things like this. So that's just kind of like, that's for sure. It, <laughs> it, it, yeah. I think that's, that's wonderful. Uh, and you know, so, so many people, especially, Oh, I'm going to go to LA and they get caught up in the, the fame of it. And uh, yeah. I, I'm going to get verified. I'm going to be an influencer or whatever, you know, yeah. and it should be about art. If you're really there for the, for the art, mm -hmm. yeah. it should be about art. It If not, I, I guess it's a, a good thing then because, uh, LA really shows your true colors. Are yeah. you there for the right thing or sure. are you not? You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and of course, like you can't turn like a blind eye and be like, oh, none of this other stuff's important because obviously it is to get to yeah. like a certain point. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're just the type of, if you're just like being an artist, you want to play in coffee shops for fun and like that's yeah. your thing, that's cool. You know, totally respect that. But like if there's, like a bigger vision for where you see a career. Obviously there are other things that you need to focus on too, other mm -hmm. parts of it. But at the end of the day, I still think it like begins and ends with like who you are as a person and your intention and your music and your why behind all of that. Because if that's not there to begin with, it does not matter that you're like going viral on TikTok because that'll just be very short lived. Like, yeah. you know, rather than like the person who like is, you know, very intentional artists, they make music that really resonates with people yeah. and then they end up going viral. Well, that's great because now they've got this other stuff in their back pocket that's going to take them farther. You know, yeah. it's just, it all goes hand in hand, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. Don't you feel you're a better musician and better singer, be like you write better all yeah. over because you know yourself, yeah. you know what you do, you know you, you're passionate about your, your art. Do you feel that? Do you feel that it helps you? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, for me, like, I just get more encouraged <laughs> the harder that, like, I have to work or the more that, like, I you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's forced me every time like a door closes or an opportunity doesn't actually happen or mm. whatever, um, along with when there are little wins, like that motivates me, of yeah. course, as well. But anyways, like it, it, it has made me, it has challenged me to be better because it's mm. forced me just to really be like, do I want this? You know, like how much do I want this? But at the end of the day, I always find myself like, well, what am I doing? Like, even just like for fun well I'm singing and I'm writing like I'm still doing it I would still do it like regardless if, if I made any money or like had any fame like so that's like what I should be doing you know like yeah. <laughs> I love it that much and like it's it's just yeah it's really forced me to just continue to get to get better and better and better and it can get very frustrating too because the better and better that you find yourself getting um yeah. then you're like well now okay now why you know where's the recognition they're like you know like you're yeah. like okay come on like you know it's not fair like it hasn't happened yeah. yet or whatever no i think but, you're gonna go do great things in this world i think you're oh, really <laughs> You, you seem like you know yourself and you, you seem uh, passion is, is one thing, but you seem like a hard worker who really wants it. And, uh, you know, it, it's like I said, passion is one thing, but if you don't work hard at it and if you uh, are partying all the time, if you're drinking and doing yeah. drugs, whatever it is, um, yeah. 
life is a painful thing that's gonna catch me yeah it's about yeah it's about grit you know like you I think there's like a book my dad always talks about that's called like talent is never enough and it's so true like it's not like you could be like the most talented person in the world um but if you're not willing to like put in the the work behind it and Mm. you know focus on all of the other aspects too (laughs) you know then <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about uh, your your music a little bit. Talk about your style and yeah. would I, I don't like labels, but what do you consider yourself as sure. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing stays buried forever. Especially not the past. Yesterday is not yet gone. A mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now. Paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. I can't forget you. I thought you'd fade away like the sunset going down the coast. But I still miss you. I miss you every day. I I don't like labels, but what do you consider yourself as? And yeah 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 yeah. um so i call my sound like a new southern california sound and and i do that because i feel like back to like kind of like when we were talking about california and it just being like this melting pot you know i was influenced by so many of the different um artists and like genres and you know time periods that you know that have really been so um important in the in the music industry and, and a lot of those started in california whether it be yeah Stevie Nicks Eagles like there's just like so much great music that has like started here and I feel like my sound is kind of this melting pot of pop and a little bit of like folk and a little bit of like even like rock and that sounds confusing but I feel like it's just got this realness to it and so like the artists that I grew up excuse me that I really loved um whether once again Fleetwood Mac like Stevie Nicks you know like she's like my hero and same with like Dolly Dolly Parton's incredible too but then you know Shania Twain uh, Michelle Branch like uh, Avril Lavigne huge influences all of them really had um, this realness to their music they Mm -hmm. had this like storytelling and they also had these other influences as well they had some soul they had some rock they had some of those like pop melodies at the same time and like it was Mm -hmm. this beautiful like combination that somehow I feel like really ended up resonating with a lot of different types of people and that's kind of just like what I grew up listening to as we spoke about before and so that's kind of what I do naturally when I write you know I feel like I write melodies that are very pop but my lyrics have this like storytelling aspect to it and then when it comes to like the production of it I love combining like this like old school thing like paying homage to these artists that i love from the 70s and the 80s 90s whatever um it's kind of like i feel like a melting pot of all those mixed with like present day and kind of you have like this fun little cool twist on things and from like a dude's point of view like like harry styles does that very well and that's why like i I always bring him up because he kind of has similar influences me um and has this kind of realness to it but also it's very current um and and has this like you know old school thing but it's very current and i don't know it's this fun combo and so 
mine definitely has that and has these like, you know, this California thing about it, this like West coast. I don't, I think at the end of the day, it's got this like little, like if you could wrap it around with like a bow, I want people to be able to like drive down like PCH or wherever they're driving, you know, with like the wind or make them feel like they are. Um, And either like be like smiling because it's just, it feels so good or like, crying because it makes them like feel something in a different way you know like that's kind of like what it is and like for me like california like is so freeing and that's what my music is you know i want it to like free people and to make them feel connected yeah i think what you said also about different genres pop Mm -hmm. folk like your music is always going to evolve no matter what you know you're you're not going to be at the same point in your life when you write a different album or another song you know uh and taylor swift is a great example right now yeah and she's done it so incredibly like over and over and over um, and reinvented herself over and over and over same with like even maroon five like they've done a great job of that too like that's you know like it's so important to be able to do that yet still stay true to who you are once again going back to like do you know yourself and obviously we're always like trying to know ourselves better but um you know also staying fresh while doing that fresh yeah exactly it's super important you have to (laughs) you're always doing the same music (laughs) you're like it's the same thing yeah Yeah. and i think it just comes down to being intentional you know i think there's so much music obviously there's Mm. so many artists out there there's so every every day you know millions of songs are being like added to spotify um but for me like i just i really try like from like top to bottom to like be very intentional with like everything in my music like you know beyond like obviously the lyric obviously the melody but like the production too and like why did we decide to use like these drums and why did we decide to use this bass and like everything is there for a reason it's not just like thrown in there for no reason and I'm not saying like overthinking it but like for me I think why like artists from the past had such success and why their music is so timeless is because it wasn't like just trashily thrown in there <laughs> you know like there was you know it, like there was this like reason behind it um, yeah. um I don't know it just it had something that held up because it was done well i think is what it is you know it wasn't just like thrown in there and so yeah i don't know i i want to make music that you can listen to and like you know years from now whether even like 10 10 years from now and be like okay like this is still dope you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so talk a little bit about your writing process how does that go on um because i'm a writer so i want to find yeah yeah. uh that's cool honestly I feel like it's like different a lot of times it depends so I when I'm obviously I still write by myself too so like when I'm writing by myself it's different than when I'm writing with somebody else so when I'm alone um you know I'll sometimes like just like it'll just be sitting down at the piano or the guitar and then I, I don't even have an idea yet you know and it's just like a melody flows out and then I make up words along with it or sometimes I'll be like you know, really intentional about like what I want to write about and sit there and start with like a, a lyric or something and, and go from yeah. there. I think when I'm, I want to say like when I'm writing by myself, I oftentimes will literally go from like verse, pre chorus for, you know, like it'll be very like, um, like continuous as a, the song will evolve, Structured, yeah. you know, as I'm going. Yeah. 
where it's like when I'm writing with somebody else, sometimes we'll start with the chorus. You know, a lot of times we'll start with the chorus and then work backwards. Um, I Do you like find it I'm, difficult working um, with somebody else? Sometimes? No, I love, I love it. I love, I love both. Um, yeah. I'm really, really glad that I started writing alone first because I feel like that made me a very strong writer, both lyrically and melodically. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I still do it because for even for like a little bit, I, you know, maybe the last couple of years before I moved here, um, I felt like I was, I was writing with other people so much that you start to, well, one, you don't take the time to write by mm. yourself anymore. And then you start to second guess yourself because you're so used to having somebody else there. Interesting. So now I'm actually really grateful for like, um, you know, this whole year because it's really forced me to like be alone and, um, trust myself again and just like yeah. let things flow. And so that's, you know, obviously affected me with other people as well, because I feel like now I've even more to contribute. Um, you know, because I have like just stuff that like I started alone and never finished or whatever, you know what I mean? Like things like that. And also just like being a lot more confident in my choices because I've just been writing alone again. But, um, I love writing with other people. I write with producers. I write with just other you know songwriters as well. And all, you know, different types of things, um, for other people too. But for myself, it's, it's just so much fun to be able to, really just like have therapy sessions with your friends it's really what it is it's like there are these therapy sessions that you get to have and you get to have so much fun um getting to combine all of your different strengths you know and everybody Mm. and every song's different you know i feel like as the artist in the room i do feel like a lot of times i I am taking on like a bulk of the weight because it's, it's, you know, it's got, it's my song. It's something that like, I, you know, I want to make sure like, do I really feel what we're writing about? You know, (laughs) do I, is this what I want to say? Is this something I would say? Like, is this like something I would play? Is this the part that I like? Is this the track that I would like? Like, so I definitely like have a huge role and um, definitely like, (laughs) you know, take over in, in that regard in some, some ways, but then I have other writers in the room that really like balance it out. And if I'm overthinking something, they're, you know, able to be like, Hey, you're really overthinking this. Like let's pull back here, you know, I don't know. So it's fun to be able to like play off of other people. And then, you know, obviously there are other people that are way better musicians than I am. Like, yeah, I play guitar and piano, but I'm like no savant when it comes to that. And there are other people that can, you know, slay. And so it's great to be able to like, they can hear things maybe that I don't. And then I don't know. And on the opposite end of that, sometimes I'm very grateful that I don't, that I'm not a savant <laughs> like piano or yeah. guitar, because then I can think like very, I don't have to overthink sometimes because sometimes they overthink. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, it's really interesting how like the dynamics works. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it, 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 it's gotta be like people that you really trust and that you really respect because it's hard mm-hmm. working with people. It's hard, especially as a writer yeah. for me, I, I speak for it's myself. It's, sure. uh, well, I it's better do vulnerable. it myself. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just very vulnerable. I remember at yeah. first because I had only written by myself for so long. Um, you know, I didn't start co-writing with other people till I was 18. Yeah. Like yeah. when I had started college and it's, really scary because you're you've never had to be like oh like you know like this is an idea Mm. that i came up with and like i hope you like it or like this is like a weird melody that i sang into my phone when i was half asleep like i'm gonna share it with the class now like (laughs) 
it's like it can be really weird but um i think it really forces you to like just really dismiss your ego one (laughs) um and just become like more open even more open like as a person and um you just like you never know what you're gonna get out of a writing session like and that's the coolest part it's also like a double-edged sword too because i feel like there are just so many songs that you want to that are meant to be that you want to be written you know that like haven't been yet you're like well man like we didn't write this this time, but like maybe next time or you're like, well, man, I can't release them all. It gets overwhelming. I, that's what I find like as like a creative, it's, if anything, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm writing so much. Like I want everybody to hear everything. I don't want to like forget about a song, yeah. like, you know, like that's kind of how you think, but, um, no, I get it. Yeah. It's uh, like I was because I just released a novel in May and I was like, oh, I want to write another one. And then, but I have this story and I have this story and I, well, when I'm 90, hopefully yeah. I get there. Yeah. And, uh, will I be able to tell yeah. all the stories? Probably not. You know? Yeah, no, I know. That's the thing. And you just have like, to aim for that. Yeah. I mean, you just never know. It's like my, I remember like the last time I was in Nashville, I was supposed to fly back. Um, and I ended up extending my, my stay like, like three days or something. And the next, the day that I was supposed to leave, we, I ended up having a writing session and um, you know, throwing out a bunch of ideas and then randomly just like saying this title and this concept. And we ended up writing like one of these, like one of the best songs I feel like I've written in a very, very long time. I'm just so excited about it. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, if I would have gotten on that plane, would that song have been written? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know, like maybe, but like, you know, and you're like, gosh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's, it's so much fun though. At the end of the day, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I get to like, I get to write songs with people like that's just yeah. so cool. <laughs> you get to do what you love and that's yeah. amazing. And there's know? so many more songs to be written and <laughs> yeah. it's so crazy how like, I don't know how many, like, it's like, you know, obviously there are only like so many notes and stuff, but somehow like they all, like you can write like a million songs from those notes, you know, like that's the yeah, craziest yeah, yeah. part about music to me is like, it's just, wow. It's, it's mind blowing. Yeah, that's great. So talk a bit about uh, doing music video. How do you feel about like when you're you're being filmed and uh, doing your music? Is that a different experience for you? Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, I'm packing the car because we're about to go shoot something awesome. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) You guys. I wanted it to be like a little bit more artistic, so um, we used Jackson Pollock's like painting and how he threw the paint at the, you know, he was kind of like a bad boy himself, but how he painted as kind of like our a replacement for confetti at first. We ended up using it anyways, but um, that was kind of where we got the idea, all these colors and um, this messiness that kind of grows as the video goes on and you see this like flashback to this relationship and then it kind of just like progressing into this like almost like a dance <laughs> like thing um yeah um it's i mean i i love it it's so much yeah. fun i think i, I like <laughs> i turn on like a different like i go into like a different mode (laughs) when like the camera is on obviously like same with like when you go on stage it's like you're like on you Mm. know um and so yeah it's (laughs) i don't know it's something that you obviously get more comfortable with the more you do it um Mm. 
everything that I've done has been totally DIY. Um, like that's just how it's been like being an independent artist right now. Um, and so that's been like, you know, a lot, it's a lot of work and a lot of like, I mean, it's not necessarily like a, a pretty experience. You know, you don't have like a million people doing your hair at the same time. And like, you know what I mean? Like you would think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yet you have to like get this like quality music video out of yeah. it. Um, so it's like a lot of like moving parts and you just like try a bunch of different things. And, you know, I mean, some of my music videos, like one of my first music videos ever was shot in like literally like maybe 30 minutes if that because the sun was going down so fast so it's like you're like forced just like do it like you know it's just, i don't know you do a bunch of different things the, the music video i'm about to put out um i had a photo shoot for and i got to use the snake for it and oh my god it's so funny because normally i'd be like mm, i don't know like a snake yeah. like what but like the second that the camera is on and the snake is on it's like you'd, i didn't even think twice like i just go into like a totally different mode but it's yeah. it's really fun to watch um your music come to life like in like a picture form you know what i mean like in a visual yeah. um and i'm i love i love that i've always loved like um you know writing for film and tv like that sort of side that side of things soundtracks like and how like a song can make like a movie or a tv show like come to life so when it's my own music video like it's so fun to like sit there and like brainstorm yeah. ideas and I feel like I'm, um, I'm pretty good at that. I wish that I, you know, was able to like have the, <laughs> the, I don't know what the word would be, I guess, but like maybe like the tenacity to like actually like learn how to like sit there and like do everything. But I just like, I can't, <laughs> I've tried, like, I feel like I'd be like a yeah, good yeah. editor. Um, but at the yeah. same time, like I would drive myself insane. Um, so I really respect like everybody that, you know, I've worked with and hopefully yeah. will work with and, and everything but it's it's probably the most fun part because you want to make a music video for like every one of your songs and you like i mean i guess no one's to say you can't but it's just like you know it's only so much energy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's interesting what you you said about wanting to be an editor or like something sometime you know because yeah. uh, uh i feel myself uh, i'm a perfectionist uh, when it comes to my art and like I would want to control everything, and mm -hmm. does that uh, does that frustrate you sometimes? Because it's your music, it's yeah. your stuff, and you can't do everything. You're also in sure. front of the camera. What's that like? Yeah, well, you just like I think that's why it's so important to like work with people. Make sure you're on the same page with like the people that you're working with, and then also um, feel like you're a part of it. Like for me, like I really want to be a part of everything that I can be. Obviously, um, I don't you know, like I said, like, I'm not an editor, I'm not a videographer. So like, they know better than I do. And I've got to trust that they're going to yeah. do their job. But like, you know, when we're sitting there and we're brainstorming ideas, like we're, you know, going back and forth, what's realistic, like, what can we pull off? Like, what's cool to do? Um, and then when we're editing, like, I think it's interesting, because I am such like a visual person. I, you know, yeah. in a perfect world, want to sit there and like watch everything that they're doing and like, you know, like try different things out and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I totally get that. And like, I try to, to do that and like really be a part of it. Um, but, you know, they just like my, my job is to like write the songs and like make music and blah, blah, blah. Like, I got to trust that like, I'm working with them for a reason that they're going to like totally get my vision, but you got to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you've got to be like unafraid to communicate what you want. And because they don't, they don't know what you want. 
Like that's the yeah. thing. It's like I feel like a lot of people get confused and like it's like it's easy to just be like, okay, well, here's the song. And even like with production and stuff, be like, okay, do something with it. Like they they don't know unless you tell them, like you know and or you can come up with it together for sure but like i think the biggest like misconception is like being like just handing something off and not giving somebody any direction and just expecting them to like know what to do you know like that's i don't know you can't you can't do that which is why once again it's really important to like figure out like what you want (laughs) yeah and you, you said you uh, love doing music for film and TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw you did the Almark movie and uh, something else, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Talk a movie, bit about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first movie that I had ever written music for was a Lionsgate movie called The Great Gilly Hopkins. Okay. Kathy Bates in it. And, um, it was, it's a cute little That's story. Awesome. Um and that was kind of, yeah, like random. I was given the opportunity to write a song and I like just wrote a little thing on my guitar and had a little voice memo from my phone and like <laughs> yeah. sent it in and they actually ended up like really liking it and ended up wanting to like make it this like sort of pop thing. So um, I, we ended up like doing that and that was so cool. It ended up being the end title for the movie, which was crazy. I mean, I was like still like in college, like what? Um, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And um, we shot a little music video for it and, you know, had some of the movie like, you know, clipped into it, which was really cool. And then for the Hallmark movie, that was like two years ago now um, and completely also random. Like they had seen a, one of my music videos, I think on Disney Channel or something. And, um, Sorry for the siren. But but um yeah, anyways, I had sent in some some music and they liked the songs. They thought they were, Mm. you know, cool. And and this was like music that like from my first little EP I'd done, you know, right Mm. when I was like yeah, 18 or something like that. And I thought they'd never see the light of day again, but it really worked for like what they were wanting. And which is also the coolest thing because you never know when like a song's going to come back around. Um, and they ended up um, using like six, seven, seven songs of wow. mine. Um, and <laughs> then they were like, hey, do you want to like audition for a role? And I was like, what? Like, and I had never yeah. acted before in my life. Um, and I was like, okay. And like, just like submitted it. And then the next week, like I was like, you know, I was in yeah Canada um, shooting and like, yeah. so yeah, it's crazy. A lot of those movies shoot in Canada. I've yeah. auditioned for one. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. And, and I'm Canadian. So that definitely like helps. Yeah. yeah that helped. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted um, to hire you as a Canadian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what happened. Oh no. But yeah, it was, it was so, such like a rewarding experience and got me into acting and like yeah. you know, doing acting stuff here in LA too. Um, but getting to combine music and film is just like the coolest thing. I just, I love it. Being like such a visual person, like getting to see it come to life. is like, ah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Well, you're doing a lot of great stuff that Thank you. That's so awesome. Um, so before we end and go to our game, um, how do you deal with, uh, anxiety? Cause we talked about writing. We thought, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guessing that the writing with other people, like, 
helps with your anxiety sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you deal with it? Yeah, yeah. Because this mean, industry can be like tough also. It's very tough. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So for me, like, well, yeah, through music, I, as much as like it can give me anxiety and not being where I would like to be yet, maybe, you know, is tough. I think at the same time, like when I get to have a session and, or write a song and by myself even, um, or just be singing and I feel like good when I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like reminded why I'm doing this and yeah. it definitely brings me just so much joy and definitely relieves like that anxiety. And it, for me, like I've said, it's always been therapy for me. It's, it's how I like mm. release like yeah. the hard stuff that I'm going through um, and the good stuff too, but especially like the tough stuff. Um, yeah. It's like where I get to like put it out there and then kind of like, live with it and then move on, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. Like that's, that's just what I love about it so much. But then on top of that, um, for me, I really turn to other things as well, because I have learned that if I just focus a hundred percent on music with being my life, like 24 seven, like I am part of the reason I wanted to, you know, come and spend more time in LA, um, was because I was really burning myself out. Mm. Like it was just like, it was, that's all I did like 24 seven. And that's great. And, and all, but I wasn't, I wasn't filling myself up with other things at the same time. Like I was trying to, but it was just like, I felt like I wasn't really living my life. Like, yes, I was like going to the gym and blah, blah, blah. And I had friends, but like, I wasn't really like living. And I was like, why am I writing about stuff that like I went through when I was like 17, like I need to live, you know, like yeah. I need to live. And so for me, like I really turned to to exercise, walking, like going and meeting people that have nothing to do with the industry yeah. and talking to them and becoming friends with them. And like, just like doing these other life experiences because they've made my music that much better. Because if you're not yeah. out there living, if I'm not filling up other parts of me, like I can't just be fulfilled by one thing. None of us can, yeah. you know, like there's, there's so many other, um, you know, aspects to our life that, affect us and you can't ignore those um whether that's you know love or family or friends like just like other hobbies mm. i mean sitting there and like you know recently especially like just taking time to like draw like i'm not like once again like i'm not like a savant artist but like i love to draw i'm not bad but like you know like i, I love yeah, it yeah. and that's great but just to like really like feed like that like inner child and like just take the time to like be in the present moment um i think has been really like great for me as just like a human and um becoming even more like in tune with myself because obviously the more i am the better artist i'm going to be so yeah. that's kind of how i do it is i really just try to like i really try to um i don't know feed those other parts of myself too with other things that bring me joy yeah do you again. feel like uh covid has uh, stopped you a little from living <laughs> honestly i think well in the most like <laughs> like logical social sense, life yes yeah. in some ways but in other ways i feel like i've like kind of been living in the present like more than i ever have because yeah. i've been forced to to really like slow down and just be like this is it like one day at a time mm. you know what i mean like do it like i mean this summer it's like i went just like camping and i went here with friends you know like i just like mm. 
did things. I won't, you know, I went on this hike every day. I like went on a walk by myself. Like I took time to, to just like try different recipes. I took time to write alone. That's great. Um, you know, like draw once again, like things that like I hadn't like sat and like done in like a very long time. Cause I felt like I hadn't, I couldn't just like sit there. You know, I feel like I always, I am the type of person who like, feels like I always have to be doing something. Mm. Like I can't just chill, but I've learned that like you can still be doing something and, or you can still be like chilling and still be doing something. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, like taking, like there's nothing wrong with taking whatever an afternoon to sit there and like go to the beach and draw. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like do that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like before I'd probably yeah. sit there and be like, I can't do that. Like, Oh my God, I've got to like send this email and like, I've got to do this and this and yeah. this and I got to call this person. And like, that's how my brain works. But like, I've really learned to like take a step back and just like allow myself to like be, <laughs> which has made yeah. me probably just a lot more fruitful of a person <laughs> in general. Yeah. You're also like, cause I am that way too. I'm always thinking about my career. I'm always thinking about the next thing, the email, like you said, yeah. but like, the pandemic helped me like uh f- figure out that you also like with all the the, the people also like yeah. you well, gotta you, live you got one life to yeah, live you got one exactly and that's what i've really been forced to just be like it is every day at a time that is all we have and yeah. you know i don't know i feel like there's so many other distractions like in the world like before and like mm. obviously those i would love for like a lot a lot of those to come back but <laughs> um it still is like really nice to be able to just like learn how to like be at peace um with like what you currently have and instead of just like overthinking it just like doing something like being a little bit more impulsive honestly like i feel like rather than like overthinking everything yeah okay. like should i do this <laughs> yeah. that's awesome now um so our game is uh it's called the feel good game uh what's your feel good movie something you watch and it makes you feel good Ooh. nothing stays buried forever especially not the past Yesterday is Not Yet Gone, a mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. Uh, what's your feel-good movie? Something you watch and it makes you feel good. Feel-good movie. Feel good. Oh, probably School of Rock. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's an awesome movie. Do you like musicals? Do I like musicals? Like I said, yeah. yeah, I'm not like a huge theater person, but like, I I don't like not like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I never was like a theater kid, I guess. Like no disrespect. If I could, I would freaking like star as Sandy in Greece. So, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but I don't know like a ton of musicals, I guess. Yeah. What's your, your feel good TV show? Yoga TV show. Oh, there's a lot. I feel like it's funny because like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm one you. of those people like I love TV, TV, but I also hate it at the same time because once again, I feel like I should be like doing something more. So <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but um, mm, feel good TV shows. I mean, 
Like old ones or new ones? Doesn't matter. Something that you put on and you it makes you feel good. You're anxious. Okay. I just, you just want to feel good. You just want to feel good? I guess like the office. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I'm not much of like a repeat TV show watcher though. So, okay. I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> I would say if I'm just like chilling out and like doing nothing and like just want to like turn something on then probably like the cooking channel like weirdly enough like I love yeah. to cook and it's just like it's great on and it's like okay like that's cool like I don't know it's a good answer <laughs> I'm a weird person yeah what about um feel good album good album from start to finish start to finish feel good album once again, this is very unfair. <laughs> <'Cause>, like, <laughs> so there, unfair. <laughs> there are like so many. So like obviously like my first choice is like Fleetwood Mac rumors because duh. But then it's like, ooh, I don't know. Um <sighs> I love like most recently I've been obsessed with like Harry Styles new record. Yeah. So that yeah. album is really it's great. so good also glass animals their new record has been really good too but yeah i would say like i've got to go with the oldies so yeah fleetwood mac rumors because obviously you know <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go listen to that after this Do it. um what's your feel good song feel good song um dancing in the moonlight by top loader mm. yeah that's great favorite song that's awesome <laughs> Yeah. But also, I've got another one. Can I say another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you get what you give by the New Radicals. Okay, gonna okay. go listen to that as well. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to plug your? Where can people find you? Where can people check out your music? Um, yeah. So my music is everywhere on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all the places, iTunes. Um, you just search Chloe Caroline. I'll be right there. Um, I have a website if people do that. Uh, ChloeCaroline.com. It's got like all my socials. But yeah. Instagram is at Chloe Caroline. Twitter is at I'm Chloe Caroline. TikTok's at I'm Chloe Caroline. Um, yeah. So definitely like slide in. I'll, I'll say hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you can text me. Yeah. I have a number in my Instagram and um, my Twitter too. If you, it's a real number, then I will text you back. So <laughs> yeah. Do it, people, because uh, like go li go go listen to the <laughs> go listen to the music because uh, like it's like if you're you're gonna become a fan like me, that's for sure. Like it, it's great, and uh, I don't say that lightly. Like I don't have anyone. Like I don't have everyone on this podcast. Yeah. You know, I, it's really yeah. it's gotta mean something to me, and uh, yeah, your music well, means a lot cool. to me. So thank yeah. you. That means yeah. a lot to me to hear that, and I'm yeah. so so grateful for your support and so thankful that you took the time to have me on here <laughs> and yeah and i learned that you're half canadian so that's yes, great. Fun facts. yeah <laughs> yeah all right so thank you chloe caroline for coming on the very creative podcast of course thank i'll you love to, uh, i'd love to have you back on so you can Absolutely. sing us something and yeah mm -hmm. be we'll great <laughs> yeah awesome all right, all right. Bye. bye bye everyone <laughs> you've been listening to the very creative podcast with gabriel vega to find out more, go to gabrielvega.com slash podcast or find us on social media at The Very Creative Podcast. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube. Just search for The Very Creative Podcast and subscribe.